pandemic will hit Syracuse's wallet harder than almost any other city in America. In the mid-coronavirus, shootings soar, murders rise, but overall crime drops in Syracuse. And a tragic tale from a CNY essential worker who gave coronavirus to her husband. This is your Syracuse.com Flash Briefing for Tuesday, August 18, 2020. I'm Katrina Tulloch. Few other cities in the nation will suffer as big a financial blow as Syracuse in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic, according to a new analysis. Syracuse ranks third among 150 cities whose budgets will be most impacted by the shutdown, behind only Buffalo and Rochester, according to a report Monday from the New York Times. The Times report is based on analysis from two researchers at Georgia State University and one at the University of Wisconsin. The three academics studied the economic impacts of the COVID-19 shutdown on 150 U.S. cities. The Times report says the most vulnerable cities like Syracuse and Rochester are very likely to shrink in the aftermath of the pandemic. In Syracuse, sales tax accounted for $92.9 million last year. State aid was $71.8 million. Together, those two revenue streams make up 65% of the city's annual income. Property taxes in Syracuse, meanwhile, generated $36.8 million last year, just 14% of the budget. About half the property in Syracuse is tax-exempt because it's owned by non-for-profits, such as Syracuse University and the city's hospitals. Governor Andrew Cuomo said earlier this year he would cut state aid by 20% as the state deals with its own budget crisis. The state withheld $12 million from Syracuse in its most recent payment. And murders and shootings have increased this year in Syracuse, but most other crimes have plummeted during the coronavirus pandemic, according to a Syracuse.com analysis of Syracuse Police Department crime data. Serious crimes, called Part 1 crimes, have dropped 8% this year versus 2019, and 23% compared to a five-year average, the analysis shows. Part 1 crimes include homicide, rape, robbery, aggravated assault, which include shootings, larceny, burglary, and stolen vehicles. Many crimes are way down in 2020 versus a five-year average. Robberies have decreased 45%, larcenies are down 35%, and stolen vehicles dropped 23%. But shootings and homicides have increased. Homicides in Syracuse are up 11% compared to the five-year average, and 33% compared to last year. And shootings have soared. 127 people have been shot this year, more than in all of 2019. During the last five years, Syracuse has averaged 129 shooting victims per year, according to state data. Large cities across the country are seeing similar trends in crime. Homicides are up, while most other types of crime have declined during the pandemic. For the full analysis, head to Syracuse.com. And finally, the coronavirus nightmare for the Rydelect family in Fulton, New York, began in May. The family owns a Syracuse-area medical transport company, and Slavka Rydelect often drove for the company. As an essential worker, she one day transported a client from a doctor's office to home. Typically, her passengers sat in the back seat and wore a mask, but this time, however, the familiar client rode in the front seat without her mask for the 10-minute drive. Slavka's life would never be the same again. Later that month, the health department called to tell her she had been exposed to the coronavirus on the date she had driven the woman home. Slavka contracted the virus and transmitted it to her husband, Michael, who was 71. He got so sick he was placed on a ventilator. After four weeks, the family agreed to remove it and keep Michael comfortable until he died. Their story is a cautionary tale about the threat of the coronavirus and the risk that essential workers are living with during the pandemic. You can read the full story on Syracuse.com. 
That is your morning news briefing for Syracuse.com on Tuesday, August 18th, 2020. I'm Katrina Tellick. Have a great day, Syracuse.